This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Once a year, on a dark night, we return. We will not sleep. We will not die. This is Halloween. Once a year, on a dark night, we return. We will not sleep. We will not die. This is Halloween. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks Cryptids. And here's another episode for you. This one is very cool. There's a lot of research and a lot of history about this one. In this episode, we're all talking about the Thunderbird. Here we go. <laughs> The Thunderbird is a legendary creature in certain, certain North American indigenous people's history and culture. It is considered a supernatural being of power and strength. It is especially important and frequently depicted in the art, songs, and oral histories of non- many Pacific Northwest Coast cultures, but is also in various forms among some peoples of the American Southwest, East Coast, and Great Lakes and Great Plains. In modern times, it has achieved notoriety as a purported cryptid along the likes of Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. And I will be getting to those guys at, at some point. You got you got to wait for that. The Thunderbird is said to create a thunder by flapping its wings and lightning by flashing its eyes by the Algonquin and the Algonquin Iroquois. Uh, Algonquin. The Thunderbird myth and motif is prevalent among Algonquin peoples in the Northeast, Eastern Canada, Ontario, Quebec, and eastward, and the Northeastern United States and the Iroquois peoples surrounding the Great Wood Lakes. The discussion of the Northeast region has included Algonquin-speaking people in the lakes pondering U.S. Midwest states. Uh, the Ojibwe in Minnesota. In Algonquin mythology, the Thunderbird controls the upper world, while the underworld is con- controlled by the underwater panther or great horned serpent. The Thunderbird creates not just thunder with its wings flapping, but lightning bolts, which it casts at underworld creatures. Thunderbirds in this tradition may be, be depicted as spread eagle birds, wings horizontal, head in profile but also quite commonly with the head facing forward, thus presenting an X-shaped appearance overall. Uh, The Ojibwe version of the myth states that Thunderbirds were created by Nana Bozo for the purpose of fighting underwater spirits. They were also used to punish humans who broke moral rules. The Thunderbirds lived in four directions and arrived with the other birds in springtime. In the fall, it migrated south at the end of the underwater spirit's most dangerous season. Menomi of I'm I I hope I'm not 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 messing that one up. Of northern Wisconsin tell of a great mountain that floats in the western sky on which dwells the Thunderbirds. They control the rain, hail and delight in fighting and deeds of greatness. 
They are the enemies of the great horned snakes and have prevented these from overrunning the earth and devouring mankind. They are messengers of the great sun himself. Icon... Iconography. I am just messing up words left and right today. In Algonquin images, the X-shaped Thunderbird is often used to depict the Thunderbird with its wings alongside its body and head facing forward instead of in profile. The depiction may be stylized and simplified. A headless X-shaped Thunderbird was found in an Ojibwe Midewin disc dating to 1250 to 1400. In the 18th century manuscript, a daybook ledger written by the namesake grandson of Governor Matthew Mayhew, the Thunderbird pic pictogram varies from recognizable birds to simply an incised X. Non-indigenous and scientific interpretation. American science historian and folklorist Adrian Mayer and British historian Tom Holland, not Spider-Man, have both suggested that indigenous Thunderbird stories are based on discoveries of a petrosaur fossil by Native Americans. However, it has also been noted, despite variations, the common design elements of the motif within different tribal groups across the continent appears distinct from the makeup of the suggested prehistoric flying reptile, such as an eagle or raptor-like avian feathered wings and tail, along with a vastly different head shape, perhaps with the exception of some Pacific Northwest imagery. In modern modern usage, in 1925, alouettes were recorded by using the term to describe Douglas World Cruiser aircraft, which passed through the Atka on the first aerial circumnavigation by a U.S. Army team the previous year. And Thunderbirds carved into the sandstone wall of Twin Bluff in Juneau County, Wisconsin. You can see pictures of the Thunderbird all over the country in cave walls from tribal tribal images and, and totem poles. They normally top it. The Thunderbird is just really, really cool, guys. And I hope you guys decide to check it, check it out, out a little bit more. And that's it on the uh, the the thun, thun, the Thunderbird. Actually, I forgot about sightings. Let's get get to those right now. In 1977, Lawndale, Illinois, there was a Thunderbird attack. It was reported by two. Uh, the the attack was reported by two unidentified birds on a young boy. The attack occurred July 25th, 77. Ten-year-old Martin Lowe was playing outside when he was suddenly attacked by two large birds, one of which temporarily picked him up and carried him over 30 feet before Martin's mother, Ruth Lowe, ran over to her son's rescue, chasing the birds away and recovering her son. Reportedly, several eyewitnesses had seen the attack take place. The birds were described as having a white ring around their neck, a four-and-a-half-foot body, with each wing approximately four feet long, a six-inch hooked bill, three front claws, one back claw, and a large black body. That sounds terrifying, especially the multiple multiple claws. Sightings of large bird-like creatures have been reported for many years, at least since people began setting further west in the United States and Canada. One of the most famous reports is from 1890, where two Arizona cowboys claimed to have shot and killed a large bird. 
It was described as having no feathers. It had a head similar to that of an alligator. The two men supposedly dragged the dead bird back to town after killing it. The report seems to suggest that the creature looked more like a pterodactyl or dragon than any modern day, day bird. Today, cryptozoologists usually refer to, refer to Thunderbird legends the same way they do with any flying cryptid, such as the Kongamato, Rock, Ropin, or even sometimes the Jersey Devil. These flying creatures are often associated with modern-day pterosaurs. Many of the encounters with the creatures, including terror birds, are, are all described similarly. Quite often, the creatures are said to resemble ter pterosaurs, which were thought to be extinct for millions and millions of years. Thunderbirds may be modern-day pterotorns. However, this is unlikely since no flying bird bigger than an albatross or condor have been discovered in recent times, but then again, they could still be alive. Pterosaurs are suspected of Thunderbird sightings, but this seems far-fetched far as pterosaurs, according to science, have been long extinct for 66 million years. Some exotic, exotic non-native birds, like the African crowned eagles, and the Indian condors possibly escaping from ca captivity may have played a role in Thunderbird sightings. With African crowned eagles said to have caused so-called Thunderbird attacks and Indian condors being mistaken for large mythical Thunderbirds at first glance, Thunderbird sightings may just be hoaxes made by mis mistaken identification of real or native North American birds, pranksters, or cryptid enthusiasts. And that's about it for the, th the Thunderbird. There's a lot more research, a lot more stories, but I'm just kind of give, giving you guys an, a broad o overview on uh, these guys. So, tell me what you guys think about the Thunderbird. Just comment in all the, uh, the socials. i uh, just going to say, got a new sponsor. Just got the promo code today for Ghost Jewels. Sorry. For Ghost Jewels Jewelry, go check them out on, on Instagram, guys. Click for the link. They have some very, very cool cool stuff if we like that. And don't forget to use the promo code GILMY, G-U-I-L-M-Y, at checkout for 30% off. Not 10, not 20, but 30% off because, well, they like me and they gave me a huge uh, promo code. So go check that out for the next week guys um, until wrestling with AOS is all, all all said and done anything I make from the promo code is going to go directly to order that cause so go check it out and make me give to a, a good God guys all right talk to you next time